great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you very much, Rita Cosby. And thank you to Margot and John Katsimatidis as we all attended the 14th Annual Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of New York, providing help, creating hope for New Yorkers in need. My wife, Marilyn, and I got the opportunity to say hello to Cardinal Dolan, and it was a, a pretty nice experience. And again, thank you to Margot and John Katzmatini. So we have to start with the elephant in the room this morning, the air quality in New York City, the worst since the 1980s, worse than after 9-11. That's according to a forecaster uh, for uh, Fox who says it looks like Mars out there. All I can tell you, folks, is this afternoon, a few hours ago, when I walked out the house, first I looked out the window, and it was orange. And I cleared my eyes, and I looked again, and it smelled awful. This is in Rockland County. And I thought I was in the twilight zone because it was orange. So millions breathing hazardous air as smoke from the Canadian wildfires streams south over the U.S. New York Governor Kathy Hochul says 1 million N95 masks are being made available at state facilities. New York City closed beaches, and Mayor Adams told residents to stay indoors as much as possible. The zoos in the Bronx and Central Park closed early. And officials brought the animals inside. The FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration, paused some flights uh, bound for LaGuardia Airport and slowed planes at Newark, Liberty, and Philadelphia because the smoke was limiting visibility. It also contributed to delayed arrivals at Dulles International outside Washington, D.C. It's just a mess, and it forced the cancellation of outdoor tours. We are taking your telephone calls this morning. I want to know what has been your experience with this thus far. 800-848, as we told you about this yesterday, WABC, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Mayor Adams. Suing 30 counties over their emergency orders that try to block asylum seekers, migrants, from coming from the city to their communities. So I wanted to bring this to you yesterday, but we got caught up in the discussion as it relates to the group of African-American teens attacking the white social worker. But Adams had a federal court ruling in his favor Tuesday, and he is suing 30 of the 57 counties outside the city over their issuance of emergency orders aimed at blocking migrants from moving to their jurisdictions. Some counties have won temporary restraining orders in state court to prevent hotels from contracting with the city to house migrants. But, and this is the big one, the federal court ruling Tuesday brought by the New York Civil Liberties Union on behalf of a group of migrants said essentially that counties can't block people from moving to different parts of the state. That is amazing. Amazing. 
So they're here illegally, and counties can't block people from moving from or to different parts of the state. The world we live in. And this is interesting. We are about to begin with your telephone calls in just a second. I'm going to start with Lisa in Brooklyn in just a moment. But this is interesting. Former Vice President Mike Pence, who served as Trump's vice president, announced the launch of his 2024 White House campaign earlier Wednesday on his 64th birthday, becoming the first vice president in modern U.S. history to challenge his former boss. But here's the part that's interesting. Mike Pence refused to say whether he would pardon Trump if elected president. And, of course, that's under the assumption by some, I hope not uh, what's going to happen, but that if that is if former President Trump is convicted of something. So Pence on Wednesday refused to say whether if elected president in 2024, he would pardon Trump should Trump be convicted of a crime. Pence said, I don't want to speak about hypotheticals appearing on CNN. And, of course, we all know that the former president of the United States is facing 34 felony counts in Manhattan related to an alleged hush money payment uh, made to porn star Stormy Daniels before the 2016 election. He is also reportedly close to being indicted in special counsel Jack Smith's investigation into his alleged mishandling of classified documents. So if a Republican is elected president, let me be very clear. If a Republican is elected president and if the former president of the United States is convicted of something and he should not be, because what's going on right now is nitpicking, then the former president should not be convicted, and should receive a pardon. This is nitpicking. It's not America at its best. And it just seems like the establishment is determined to get Trump one way or the other. Let's begin with the telephone calls. Lisa in Brooklyn. Good morning, Lisa. What's on your mind? Good morning. How are you? Uh, I just want to say moved from Long Island five months ago out here in Brooklyn, and I developed asthma and everything. Uh, because of the smoking of the pot and the cigarettes. And now this, honestly, I didn't even cough yesterday when I went outside or today. So I just hope they're not going to make this into the new agenda like they did with COVID and start asking, you know, locking us in and doing all the crazy things that really damaged young people because I have no idea if they're going to do that. Well, I, mean, well, I, I, just, I, I got I to tell you, Lisa, I, I hear you with your concern, but the smoke uh, in most parts of the city, in the Tri-State area, it is very, very bad. It is hard not to smell it. Uh, in many places, like where I live at in Rockland County, during the day, it was actually orange, an orange haze. That's the world that and we live in. My daughter said the same in Long Island. She said the same thing, but it's possible because we're in apartment buildings and it's concrete, no grass. We're all, you know, pushed together. <laughs> It's a right. possibility. We don't smell it as much. And the other thing I want to say, Governor Hochul should be ashamed of herself by allowing farmers markets. She wants to sell pot now. I think that is disgusting. Do you know how dangerous that's going to be for people to go with their families? Go off a bit. A young child gets an edible. Do you know how dangerous? And now she's going to allow farmers markets to sell pot. She just said that on the news the other day. Well, and the the, the whole awful. thing the whole thing is reprehensible. Uh, there's been no plan. There's no method to the madness. You have farmers complaining that they've grown millions millions of dollars worth of marijuana. They don't have a marketplace for it as of yet. You have the stores that are that are are being taxed to sell their legal marijuana, but you have the illegal places that are popping up everywhere, undercutting the process. No one thought this out. You have, thank you for the call, Lisa. You have the health 
repercussions. It is absolutely a mess. Absolutely. Let's go to Ray in New Jersey. Good morning, Ray. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Uh, I wanted to talk a minute about the uh, how Mayor Adams said the people should let the the uh, illegal aliens in. Yes, Ray, it's very house. hard to hear you. Something in the background there. I, I'm on the line, online. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I hear you, but it's distracting in the background. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm at work. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll make it quick. What I was thinking was just all the New New York residents should move out and let the illegals move into the houses. Then we'll have homeless people that are residents. Hmm. Okay. Well, Ray, I appreciate the call. Thank you. Um, (laughs) The issue becomes, at the end of the day, Who's going to pay the taxes? It's always the issue. Who's going to pay the taxes? If if you talk to those that um, are less than, you know, they will tell you they want to be treated equally. They want this. They want that. But they're not the ones paying the taxes. They're not the ones footing the bill. And certainly the migrants are not, not paying the taxes. I, I suggest a test to all of you. I want you to take a test for me. A little bit of homework. I want you to, in your local paper or on the uh, Internet, I want you to look at some of the photos of migrants, the able-bodied migrants. And I want you to do me a favor. This is your homework, please. Look in their faces and see if you see someone that looks like they're fleeing political persecution. Because all I see is a bunch of grown men looking to get over. Then I want you to look at their apparel. I saw one just the other day. He had on a Nike Air Jordan T-shirt. Look at the apparel and then do me another favor to finish off the homework. Look down at the footwear that they have on. And see if they have on slippers, if they have on the little foot sandals, or if they have on state-of-the-art sneakers, Air Jordans. Bottom line, folks, these these individuals, 9 out of 10, are doing nothing, for lack of a better term, nothing more than running game on all of us. And it's a bad game, and it's time for it to stop. Pete on Staten Island. Good morning, Pete. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Hi, Dominic. I want to give you an update of Staten Island with this smoke. Uh, yesterday, I got very sick, and it was worse today. So I escaped to, I mapped it out from the weather reports, and I mapped it out. I went to Philadelphia, Parks, Casino, and Racetrack. And over there was very little smell, uh, smell of the smoke. Staten Island was awful. I mean, really awful. So, wow. Uh, you, know, Pete, you, you know, Pete, you're telling me the same thing that uh, that my wife, uh, Marilyn, said to me a few hours ago as we were headed to the event with the Cardinal, with Cardinal Dolan. And she said that, that the smoke was giving her headaches and that, um, you know, so she's, she was stating the same exact thing that you're telling us now. Yep. And, uh, and Philadelphia, uh, the racetrack, it was clear. But uh, on the way back, we started seeing it build up like around uh, the Garden State Parkway. And what this is actually what they're saying is this is the jet stream coming through Canada, going through Jersey where the fires are down, uh, like between Atlantic City and uh, Long Beach Island, and picking up that and sending it over. And headaches, I was terrible. I was eating Fredazone like it was candy, you know. So I'm feeling good. I'm on the island now. I'm actually at a White Castle eating in a lot. Everything's good. I'm glad that everything's good, and I, I hope you enjoy your uh, your White Castles, if that's what you're, yep. what you're eating eating this morning. On an onion ring right now. <laughs> on an okay. onion ring right now. Okay, Pete. So, so do me a favor, uh, because I'm diabetic. I'm not supposed to have this. 
either have a vanilla or a chocolate shake, a small one. I have a vanilla shake. There right you here. go. And I'm a diabetic. I'm a diabetic too. Uh-oh. I lost 140 pounds, Uh-oh. and my sugars are beautiful. Yeah, but it was hard to do 100. I don't recommend it. You know, I got to work out every day. I got to yes. walk up the uh. stairs. I got to go to gym. Oh, uh. like an animal. Oh, yeah. uh. uh. well, I Pete, know. thank you. Thank you for the call. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are dealing with a number of topics this morning. And uh, let's go. Let's go to uh, Doris in Manhattan. Good morning, Doris. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, I just wanted to say, it's one thing that they're coming into the country, the migrants. Well, why do we have to pay for them? That doesn't make sense. Because, because Doris, uh, the song and dance game that they're running is, you know, they, they, they're coming from countries where they don't have much. They don't have anything. And they only have the clothes on their back and, and on and on and on. And I'm sorry, Doris. Take out the sympathy violin. You might as well play it. You know, I, I'm going to be I, I'm going to be completely honest with you. If it's if it's a mother with one or two children, whatever the case may be, then perhaps, perhaps. But all of these able-bodied men, men, and 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 these guys look healthy as an ox, and they're just showing up and receiving free free services. And now Mayor Adams suing Doris, uh, uh, the yes. rest of the state, to make. So, in other words, what the mayor is stating is my policy is to accept them. This is a sanctuary city. And now he's trying to make other governments throughout the state help him in a process that we don't approve of. That is and ridiculous. That's not right. It's not right. That's not right. It's not right, but as and thank you for the uh, call, yeah. uh, Doris. At, or, or what is often said, folks, and it's so true: elections have consequences. It really is that simple. Maxine Roosevelt Island. Good morning. You're on Talk Radio seventy-seven WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Thank you for taking my call. Um, you know, I had been inside the past couple of days, and my allergies got very bad last night. I wasn't sure why. Then I found out today when I went out, and it was it was very yellow here in the in the skies on Roosevelt Island. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the Upper West Side. By the time I came out of an appointment, it was like yellow orange. I could see the colors changing. I could see how my eyes were burning for hours after. I was out and then got home. But the other thing I kind of wonder about is, like, what is Canada's intervention to really have caught this where it didn't have to escalate to such a degree that it then moved over here to different parts of the United um, States? Um, Also, there is an area, a friend of mine in Germany reached out to me today because she had heard what was going on in New York, and she was uh, concerned. She also said in in her area, in Germany, in Brandenburg, in the forest, there are fires that are going on there, and it's been very dry, no rain. That's near Berlin. So I just want to kind of mention that as well, and I wish that Canada had maybe better intervention in such an emergency period so that it doesn't escalate out of control like this. Well, Maxine, I, I, I appreciate your call and you're bringing up some uh, some very good points there. Let me uh, let me say this. Uh, first of all, Canadian officials say that this is shaping up to be the nation's worst wildfire season ever. That is up in Canada. It started early on drier than usual ground and acceler- accelerated very quickly, uh, exhausting firefighting resources across the country. Canada, fire and uh, and environmental officials. And so in Washington, uh, apparently President Biden has sent Maxine uh, more than 600 firefighters and equipment to Canada. And uh, his administration has contacted some U.S. governors and local officials about providing assistance. And other countries are chipping in. 
perhaps this is the good news. Perhaps this is the silver lining, Maxine. Uh, some rain, based on the forecasters, some, some rain should help clear the air somewhat in the northeast and mid-Atlantic this weekend or early next week, and more relief will come from containing or extinguishing the fires, Maxine. Thank you, Dominic. Thank you, and you have a lovely morning. Thank you uh, for the call. We greatly uh, appreciate you. Let's go to Michael in New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yeah, good morning. First of all, it's one thing if somebody, if one of these illegals wants to go to Westchester County or Rockland County or an Orange County, and they say, look, I have money, I want to buy a house, or I want to buy a a condo or a co-op, they're paying for it. But who the hell do they think they are to say where they want to go when the city is footing the bill? You know? I mean, that's a lot of nerve. Now, I'll tell you something. Mayor Adams is turning out to be the absolute worst mayor in the history of the city. As bad as de Blasio was, and he stunk to holy hell, at least he kept his garbage in his own city. He didn't contaminate the other towns with his cancer. This moron, this idiot, this imbecile, Adams, is not only destroying the city of New York, but now this this animal wants to destroy all the other towns around him, one of which you live in. So he is a million times worse than de Blasio ever was. And I don't think you can argue that point. Well, 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 I I do. I do take exception to Michael, to you referring to the mayor of New York, no matter who the mayor may be as an animal. That's number one. Number two, um, you said he wants to destroy the rest of the state. I destroy is a is a loaded word. What is what is going on is he has bitten off more than he can chew. And now he's desperate for help from around the state. Let him deal with it. Don't knock on my door and tell me my problem is your problem. It's your problem. You invited them. That's your headache. I agree with you. Keep sticking them in the city. Keep them in New York. Keep, do not put them into Nassau County, Suffolk County, Westchester, Rockland, or Orange County. They didn't invite them here. You did. You, you are the destroyer. You want to just, because you destroyed the city, now you want to destroy every place else? You want to ruin every other town? No, he is the worst of the worst. I'd rather have de Blasio come back. And like I said, at least de Blasio kept the, the, the city into its garbage. He didn't throw garbage to the other parts of the state. So as bad as de Blasio was, again, Adams is a million times worse. I I hear you, Michael. All I can tell you is that, and I think Rockland County, where I live, is a symbol of all these other counties. But in Rockland, on average, we pay anywhere between $1,500 and $2,000 a month for taxes, for taxes, all the taxes combined. So every month you start out, 1500 to $2,000 in the hole. And what do we get for that? And some places you get a decent school district. Where I live, the East Ramapo School District, it is, it's horrible. The kids are losing services, and more migrant kids are coming in, eating up more and more, almost like a Pac-Man. That's what these migrants are. It just hit me. They're like Pac-Man. What's the noise? That's what these migrants are. Except they got a sign on their back that says free, free, free. I'm I'm fleeing political persecution. Pac-Man eating up the tax dollars. That's exactly what they are doing to all of us. Literally. And now Mayor Adams has bitten off more than he can chew. Mr. Welcome to New York. I'm headed to the White House. Let's measure the drapes. And Abbott is sitting back laughing, the governor of Texas, saying, welcome to a small bit of my world, what I have to deal with. And the migrant situation is just like, I think it's Miss Pac-Man. 
I think that's exactly what, hey, Matt Meany. Is it is it Matt Blaze? Sorry, Matt Meany, our program director, Matt Blaze. Yeah. Pac Man, right? Is it Miss Pac Man? With do, 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 the little noise where it's eating up the things? Which one is it? Well, there was both. Well, you have this. I think that's that, it. That's Pac Man. That's the migrants. <laughs> that's the migrants. That's the migrants. Wait, wait okay, that's one. What was the other one? <laughs> that's when they die. Right, right, but but that was it. That's Pac Man eating. Wait, one more time. Right, that, that's it. That's it. We are that. That's us, and they're eating us one by one by one. That's right. I mean, in your community, are you facing a New Jersey? Are you facing a situation where migrants are coming in? Not that I know of, or that I see, but it's possible. Keyword, not that you know of. Right, anything's possible. And how about you, Kenneth? No, nothing that I've seen. Nothing yet, at least. Well, we, we have a brave county executive that said no to Mayor Adams. And now Mayor Adams says, I don't care what you say. I'm going over your head, and we're going to destroy Rockland County, whether you like it or not, because I'm going to the White House. That's what it comes down to. We are going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to New Jersey, Saratoga, Long Island, Jericho, Stamford, Connecticut, Elmont, and Dutchess County. Talk Radio 77, Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And that's it. That's it. The Miss Pac-Man game. The, that noise you're hearing, each one of those little noises, that's us, the American taxpayer. And the migrants are moving quickly through, eating everything in sight. And they're not getting killed like what happened. We don't want anyone to be killed. But they're not being stopped. Not being, and we don't want any violence to come to anyone, especially migrants in this situation. But that noise, that's me and you. That's your hospital. That's your monthly tax bill. That's your house of residence now that Mayor Adams wants to rent out. That's your cell phone. See, it doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Just keeps going. Eating up, eating up, eating up. More able-bodied men. Able-bodied men. They're fleeing. They're coming to America for the American dream where they don't pay for a thing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That is the reality of what we are dealing with. And there's also the uh, the um, wildfires up in Canada, worst season yet. The smoke down in uh, the New York, other cities, came out of the house today. Uh, it was orange, literally orange, and smelled like a bad fire. At least that was in Rockland County. Let's go to uh, Jim in Dutchess County. Good morning, Jim. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. First things first, you and your staff are the most humble professionals I've ever heard, and it's only my third night of listening to you. Yes, I'm in Dutchess County. Two years ago, retired from a family business here and went to Vermont and actually lived 13 miles south of the Canadian border, neither here nor there. I talked to my aunt today up there, what's going on. She has no smoke at all there. Here in Dutchess County, it's about what you're saying in Rockland County. Anyway, what I'm getting at there is uh, you got the immigrants coming in from the southern border. You got this coming down from the northern border. It, you know, I don't want to sound like conspiracy theorists, but it sounds like germ warfare, just like the uh, COVID was. And in my opinion, these people that are in our country, they're illegal. They're human beings, and I believe in God. And most of them are God-fearing people, too. And I feel like they're being used as pawns. Ten years from now, you know what I mean? Whoever's bringing these people in is turning our country into total corruption. These people come from corrupt countries. So that's why they have no problem, no shame with it. You know what I mean? Okay, but uh, wait, Jim, but how? And thank you for the comment. The forest, fires, the forest fires are what they are, and that's very sad. 
but uh, there's some kind of chemical that's involved with that. Because down here, it, it, I mean, it smells like smoke and all that, but it, it, it's there's something else going on, if you ask me. Hmm. Hmm. Well, Jim, we, we appreciate the call. Jim thinks uh, in Dutchess County something else is going on. Let's go to Shannon on Long Island. Good morning, Shannon. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Thank you. Um, I was suspicious uh, regarding the fires. I was kind of suspicious. And then later in the afternoon, a friend of mine showed me a video of planes going over the Canadian forest, actually shooting fire down. Now, you know, the New York City commissioner came out in the news tonight on John Katz's show and said, this is all climate change. This is not climate change. And I'm wondering if this was intentional. We've never had anything like this before. And could it be a distraction to take away from all the findings of what's going on in the Biden administration, uh, specifically the Biden family? Well, there are a lot of ifs there, Shannon. I I wish I could answer the question. I don't know. But there's one thing that you are uh, correct about. Um, In recent memory, I can't think of anything like this ever happening before. Where where fires. Now, Montreal, Montreal is only about, what, five, six hours away. People don't realize how close Montreal is. And to reach, uh, to reach. Niagara Falls, Canada, it's only about, which is right above Buffalo, it's only about eight hours away from uh, New York City, maybe eight or nine hours. But but we have never seen anything like this before. So you believe that there's something foul at play? I do. I do. I wouldn't put anything past this administration. Well, Shannon, I, I appreciate your call. You know, it's interesting, again, to Shannon's point, uh, in recent memory, I mean, this is now what the, we talked about this last night. This is the second day. This is not going to go away until next week where you have forest fires up in Canada. And it smells like it smells like it's right here in New York. It looks like I have never walked out and seen orange and orange haze, which does make you wonder what type of chemicals are are being uh, used in in this uh, situation? What is going on, Rocco in Saratoga Springs? Good morning to you, Rocco. You're on seventy seven WABC. Thank you, Dom, for taking my call. I greatly appreciate it. I'll give you an update on the smoke up here. We're up in the Adirondacks. We're two hours away from Montreal. Three hours from. Uh, the city down there, and it's pretty bad up here, actually, and we're in the foot. Oops, Rocco, I, I don't know what. Well, hey, Rocco, well, if, if you somehow we cut him off, if you if you give us a call back, Rocco, but Rocco was basically telling us that, um, and somehow we got cut off accidentally, he was telling us, and he made a good point, Saratoga Springs near Albany is only about two hours from Montreal, two hours from the Canadian border. People don't realize how close Montreal is to America. So in other words, if we left uh, Midtown right now and drove from Midtown to Syracuse, New York, different direction, we'd be in Syracuse in four hours. If we leave from here right now in Midtown and drive to Montreal, we could almost make it to Montreal in the same exact time period. So what is going on here? And we're also discussing the migrant situation. It hit me this morning, just live on the air. Miss Pac-Man, go go pull up the game online. And as Miss Pac-Man makes its way through, that's you and I. That's you and I, folks. We're being eaten alive and we're being pimped. By migrants. The migrants are Miss Pac-Man. And they're making their way all the way around the board. Destruction. Headed for destruction. Nothing but destruction. I think that was a, a rap song. Right? So the migrants are Miss Pac-Man. That's the best way I can put it. 
when they want the hotels and they want the food, the cultural type food that they want, and they're not spending a dime. And if you and I don't have the money to pay the rent or pay the mortgage, guess what's going to happen to us? You're lucky if you get a shelter. Do you think if you're forced to live in a shelter, if you're forced to give up your home and go to a shelter, do you think the mayor of New York City is going to visit that shelter to see how you're doing? Do you think so? I don't think so. I don't think so. Let's go to Steve in Elmont. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Hi, good morning. Hi, good morning, Dominic. Before I get on um, the smoke thing, I wanted to mention that you hit it right on the no- on the nose when you said that um, Mayor Adams is way over his head on this one. He bit off more than he can chew. This is actually his um, Katrina, and he's not doing a good job also with it. You know but, what, Steve? Um, wait, 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 Steve. That That's a great way of putting it. And I, I know people died in Katrina, but perhaps this is Mayor Adams' Katrina. Go ahead. Yeah, but today he said something, and I usually don't like to jump on the – uh, Mayor Adams bandwagon bashing because I always think about what the alternative was. And he said something today that I didn't hear anybody else pick up on, but he kind of like brought up the um, the environment when he said, uh, what do they call it, global warming, that this smoke stuff that we're going through right now is global warming. And automatically, I know he was just, like you said, doing his pitch from his um, his endorsements and his environmentalists. And it's like, yeah, let's blame this on global warming. I don't think this is the time to politicize, you know, the smoke and what's going on. Agreed. I was a little embarrassed for him to Agreed. do that. Now, in regards to the smoke, another thing, I don't know if you can find this and maybe post it somewhere, but they say where there's smoke, there's um, fire. But right now, all I see is pictures of smoke and more smoke and more smoke. I can't find the fire. I don't see the, the, the planes and the big buckets of water and the helicopters and the fire. I don't see any of that. All I do is when you Google Canadian wildfire or wildfire, all you see is smoke. No big pictures of fire. So can someone please show me the fire? Well, you, you know, you know, Steve, I'm, I'm thinking uh, you're right. <laughs> you know, show us the forest Ooh. fire in, um, in Canada. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't like I don't like to thank you for the call, Steve. I don't like to deal with conspiracy theories, but Steve has a point. I'm looking at my uh, Twitter. You can reach me on Twitter, folks. Uh, we have a lot of calls. Another way to reach me is Twitter uh, at Dominic TV. You can follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. You can also tweet to me. So Miller S. And says, hi, Dominic. You are the best. I have been covering the illegal situation in Manhattan. They get off the bus, well-dressed, designer sneakers. I already told you, folks. Jewelry. They left their countries well-fed. No one looks starved. They are playing us for fools. They drink, use drugs, cause chaos. Told you, Miss Pac-Man. You and I, every time it makes that noise, that's another million dollars a day, a day. Fall behind in your rent or your mortgage and see if you will have the opportunities that the migrants have. Fall behind in your rent or your mortgage and lose your home and see if the mayor of New York will visit the shelter that you and your family are staying at to send a positive message of reinforcement to let you know that the mayor has got your back. Don't do it, folks, because it's not going to end well. Unless you're a migrant. Unless you're a migrant. Dominic Carter here with you folks. We are taking your telephone calls. We're going to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your calls. We're going to go back to Rocco, who we got cut off from in Saratoga. We're going to go to Tony in Clifton, New Jersey, upstate Finger Lakes, Finger Lakes region, Stanford, Connecticut, Jericho, Garden City, and New Jersey. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. We will see how this all plays out, but prosecutors tell former President Donald Trump's legal team he is a target of their investigation. The notice from the Office of the Special, Special Counsel 
Jack Smith, suggested that an indictment is on the horizon in the investigation into the former president's handling of classified documents. And it's the clearest signal yet that the former president is likely to face charges in the investigation. I still say it's nitpicking, and we're going to go after a former president of the United States over documents. Now, let's see what the documents are. Maybe the feds have something that I don't I don't know about yet, but from what it appears to be right now, this is nitpicking. It's worse than going after him for the payments uh, to the porn star, and that was much ado about nothing. But I guess this is the new day in politics where you destroy your enemy by any means necessary. So I was about to go to Rocco's call, and Rocco just disappeared again in uh, Saratoga. So let's go to Tony in Clifton, New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. You know, I have been fascinated with the, the migrants, illegal aliens, we should say, at the Roosevelt Hotel. And so when you told us to do an assignment and look at the pictures, I went to the post, which was like last week, and it showed you what was going on at the Roosevelt Hotel, which really is a landmark hotel. It was slated to be a landmark, so it's such a disgrace what they were doing there and having them there. But when I looked at the migrants, the first person I saw had on, like, a Nike, uh, it was a young man with a Nike shirt on and nice sneakers, and he was nicely dressed. And I thought, gee, only in America, only in New York City. And you know what it reminded me of? Billy Joel has, has a song. It's called I'm in a New York State of Mind. And there's no place I'd rather be, you know. I know Curtis has his song, but to me, New York City is the place, you know, they know it as a place that all the world wants to come to. And now it's like a free a free card, indeed. So the article said that when they were at the hotel, they had to wait on, they got to the hotel and they had to wait on the bus. And they're like, why do we have to wait? What's going on? Right. I want to go in. Right, and right. And it was just like a big scene. So you're right. There is there is such an attitude and there is such a sense of entitlement. I have never been, I don't know about anybody, your listeners, but New Yorkers, I have never been able to afford a hotel in New York City. And I was worked in New York City all my life and I never, you know, had the kind of cash that it used to cost to stay at a hotel. And here they come and that's where they're going. Something's like totally crazy. Anyway, that's my thought, Dominic. Well, Tony, I I uh, I agree with what you just said, and I really do a little bit of homework. Please don't don't believe me, oh Dominic, you're anti-migrant. No, I'm not anti-migrant. I'm anti-being pimped and used. A little homework. Pick any publication. You pick it. Right, left, middle, up, down. You pick it. And just look at the photos of the migrants and see for yourself what's in the photo. Because a photo is worth a thousand words. And here's the point I want to make. To all of these advocates that are arguing for the migrants, oh, they they have every right to come here. They're fleeing these countries with persecution and violence. How could you look at yourself in the mirror? You are advocating for grown men, healthy, grown men. No health problems that we can see. You're advocating for grown men to leave one country and come here for free. Why don't you go advocate for veterans? How about that? If you want to advocate for somebody, do it for a worthy cause. Do it for someone that's here legally. And and for for the record, it, it's quite easy to advocate for someone when you're not really paying the taxes for it. You come to Rockland and pay fifteen hundred or Westchester, even worse, and pay fifteen hundred a month to two thousand a month just for taxes, and it only goes north from there. Then then add then add the the Mario Cuomo. Uh, <laughs> bridge the, the for that you, you got to eat 
you have to have gas. Then you can thank Biden for all the food prices that have gone through the roof. And you add all of that up and see if you can make ends meet. And you fall on hard times and see if you'll get the same treatment (laughs) that the migrants are getting. The government won't even pay your cell phone bill. You're lucky if they give you two pieces of bread with a piece of bologna. And they're going to put you in a shelter where you may have to fight for your life. And trust me, the mayor is not coming to visit that shelter to make sure that things are on the up and up. And you're doing this for migrants. For what? Let's go to, uh, okay, we have Rocco back. Rocco, this is the third and last time now. I don't know what's going on with your phone. Yes, I, I don't know what's going on. It's my phone. We're up here in the Hicks. What can I say? I live, uh, I have a pretty nice house up here. Okay, go right ahead, built. please. And uh, my wife, this is what her assessment. I did not go outside. I could fill you in on the Canadian fire situation. It occurs every year, Dom, up here. We get it. You guys don't get it. Last year we got got it up here it doesn't always travel this bad but they have these fires every year in canada um, you're not aware of it because it doesn't drift all the way down to the city but up here we uh, during the summer it's once or twice where we get these bad smokes you can smell it smells like the sky's on fire the sky is orange uh, so this is not a new occurrence. If you check and do some research, you'll see it's an annual event that happens in Canada. This year's particularly dry. There's more fires than usual. It has nothing to do with global warming. It's the natural progression of the planet. Uh, if you can so indulge me, Dom, I'd like to make a political it, it's, comment. It's got to be quickly, though, Rocco. I it's wasted a lot of quick. time trying okay. to get you on the no, air. Go I ahead. Know, I know. I got you, Dom. This is it. You're going to get an exclusive tomorrow. Okay, go right ahead, ahead, Rocco, please. Okay. Spent. Ben Scott and and Christie is just there to deflect Trump and be the battering ram to get him out of the way. At the end, it's going to be Spence Scott. You appeal to the minorities with Scott, takes out the Harris edge for Biden. Biden's too old. He's not going to be it, around. It's not, it's not, it's not going to be. I, 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 I hear you. I hear you. I hear you, Rocco. So you, you, you feel that, that, um, that uh, the New Jersey governor, Chris Christie, former governor, will be a stalking horse to go after Trump. That I can agree with. Scott is not going to be on the ticket. Uh, Pence doesn't have the personality. So, like, I opened up uh, discussing Pence. Not a single phone call has come in on Mike Pence. That tells me that there's no enthusiasm for his campaign whatsoever. Let's go to Jerry and Edison. Good morning, Jerry. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. A lot of people are saying Trump has a problem with the juries and a problem with the uh, prosecutors because they're democratically inclined, and that's true. But one thing we're overlooking that's very important, and we saw that in the E.G. and Carroll case, and you'll see it in these other cases, and that's why Trump will probably get Okay, what are we overlooking? What is this? Okay, we're overlooking this. These are Democratic judges, and they decide what evidence gets put in and what evidence is called too prejudicial and not probative enough. Absolutely. And they will— and they are going to stop Trump's exculpatory evidence like they did in the E. Jean Carroll case. There was some of it Absolutely. not allowed in. Absolutely. And they're going to pound him, and they're going to leave it wide open. They're going to let prosecutors put in every single thing that shouldn't be in because it's more prejudicial than probative. And that's going to happen. And that's why I say they've got to take a, first, a case of first impression to the Supreme Court, expedited, get it enjoined, get this, these injuncted until after the election is over, because this is a ripe case. If, there's not a, if this isn't a case for the Supreme Court, then what is? This is right. a seminal case of election interference. This well, is the type of case they should take. Well, Jerry, I, I appreciate your call, and Jerry hit it 1,000% uh, on point in terms of the judge in each of these cases. And if every defense motion is knocked down, but yet every motion from prosecutors is accepted, you're fighting with with both hands tied behind your back, blindfolded, and your feet tied. And in, in some of these cases, that's what it looks like for Trump. Now, if you hate Trump, then you don't see any of this. You don't see how it's an unfair battle until it happens to somebody you like or until it happens to you. Susan in the upstate Finger Lakes region. Good morning, Susan. What's on your mind? Okay. Well, just to give you a little, um, you know, scenario of what it's like up here, we're in um, the western New York, about five and a half hours from Montreal. And, um, you know, we're in the mountains, and it's generally 
I, I just I, we haven't had this kind of uh, smoke in, in the past. At least no one here that I've spoken to uh, uh, has seen this. Um, and uh, it's um, maybe not as bad as New York City, but it's um, it's definitely a factor. Um, the other thing I wanted to say about um, Adams and uh, opening, uh, telling people to open up their homes and share their cell phones, and uh, you know, with the with the um, the illegals. I'm not going to call them immigrants because uh, they're not working and going back to their countries. That's what immigrants do, um, and they're not really um, true asylum people. Okay, Susan, so, you, you got to make so the point because equity. I'm very short okay. on time. No. This is this is what equity is, people. Wait, equity? Oh, come on. So, yeah, wait, equity, equity for them to come no, here? What, no, no, it's not what I'm saying. This is what the, what they're trying to sell. Okay. As now this is how equity, that it's not equality, but this is what they want, is us to just give away, share everything we work for, our sovereignty, our freedom, um, so th- this is it in reality, people. Okay, but Susan, and, and I really got to wrap this up, but why should there be equity? I, I, I hear you, but I no. don't get it. No, I don't think there should be. But this is the equity that they're putting into all of the language. It's not equality that they want okay. to have in our society. Thank, Susan, I hear you. I have to step in. Frank Morano's here with me, the other side of midnight. What do you have coming up, Frank? All right, we got the AC report. Brian Kilmeade, Ralph Blumenthal on this whistleblower report about uh, about UFOs, and David Wildstein on the life and times of Chris Christie. Action packed show and a smoke update. And you look fabulous there. It was uh, nice seeing you tonight with Pat Lynch, the I don't PBA have president. The monkey suit you've got on. <laughs> Folks, thank you. Uh, I'll see you again in 24 hours. Coming up right now, Frank Morano and the other side of midnight.